0: I am your boy Q. And my de- my rockets detonated like um that dildo on the bed that Greg was just talking about. Uh, I have my
1: Wait, co-host. wait,
0: wait, wow. Wow. <laughs> I have my calls tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's Lou. Uh, hope everyone had a good week. Um yeah, let's just go. Let's just go. <laughs>
1: I I I'm Greg. I'm I'm here with a dildo on the
3: bed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And
3: this is <laughs> We're gonna,
1: we're going to get
2: some crazy ass voice mails.
3: Oh, yeah, my God. I, I'm terrified. Oh Jesus
2: Christ. Oh
0: boy. All right. Um <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. The sinister y'all. ass laugh is funny. <laughs> i
2: You're right. He said it perfectly, dude. The sinister ass laugh. I'm
0: sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening. If you're listening to this episode live, I'm sorry. If you're
1: listening uh, when the recording comes out, I'm sorry again. <laughs> it's just too funny. Uh, Gildos on the bed, man. <laughs> Gildos and oxtails. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and broken, on a, on a sh- and broken uh, uh, washing machine doors. Exact Bro, think about it. The one show podcast where we're supposed to talk about balls, and the first thing we open up with is fucking dildos. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, man. Oh, man.
0: Oh, oh man. my god! Oh, oh. Alright. Alright, let's get started. <laughs> Alright. And a I- so, ladies and gentlemen, we are saving. Yeah, we, ha- we have a special tribute to uh, Scott Hall. We're going to save that for later in the show. Uh, hopefully, there will be no dodos around. Um, oh and we're going to go right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, to the uh. NFL. Let's start this week off. around <laughs> roundup of the NFL. Uh, there was a lot of. <laughs> Non-dodo-related news that happened in NFL. Um, speaking of speaking of dodos, uh, someone who likes happy endings, uh, Deshaun Watson finally got his finally got his uh, freedom from Houston and was traded to the Cleveland Browns for just about every draft pick Cleveland has for the next three years. Plus, Cleveland gave him a tour, gave him an extension uh, to. A, con- a contract extension, which now totals two hundred and thirty million dollars, every penny guaranteed. Someone's going to be having a whole lot of happy endings in Cleveland. I guess that's why he went to Cleveland because uh, no one lives there. Um, but here we are.
1: It was the best choice for him. Um, I was really hoping for Miami, but Miami, I guess, like they didn't have like capital for him. So, I, how did Lou say it? They just leveraged um, one player Morgan's. for the next ten years. Yeah, they moved yeah, for yeah, ten yeah. years. So this this isn't even a boom or bust situation. If you don't win a Super Bowl in the next four to five years, you lost the return of investment. Yeah. Um, and Anybody, how can I put it, historically, when it comes to trades of this magnitude, for and they get max money, they don't pan out. Jimmy Garoppolo, for example. That, that, that's actually a perfect example. Brock Osweiler. I was going to
0: say,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Brock like <laughs> Now, I, I'm a huge fan of Deshaun Watson. I will not be rooting for Cleveland, but I will be rooting for Deshaun Watson because I feel like, there are going to be a lot of people who the entire season, they're not going to focus on his play. They're going to focus on his character. I just need him to show up and be at the same player that he was before this shit. I don't want him to use the excuse of, you know, oh, it's mental health and all that. And I'm not saying he, you know, mental health is an excuse. But a lot of people falsely and incorrectly use that term when they're technically fucked up, you know, so to speak. Meaning, like, either way, I don't want to get, want to get into it. Deshaun Watson, I just really hope that you show and prove that all it took for Cleveland to prosper was a black quarterback. And they've had them before, but I'm talking about a good black quarterback. Now, right. I heard you guys before, you had mentioned Baker Mayfield. My personal opinion, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to Houston. Baker Mayfield is going to San Francisco. That, that's wow. To me. <clears throat> okay. And the only reason right, I yeah. see that is because San Francisco wants those picks, and now that Houston has those picks, Houston wants a a a good white quarterback that 's not what 's the name David Mills and mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo he brings star power he he 's good for at least three three seasons right, and I know how much they really wanted matt ryan matt didn 't want to go to Houston, so it makes sense to me in my personal opinion have Jimmy Garoppolo be leveraged for like a a first and a third. And then you end up, you know, you're underpaying what you would want to give Deshaun Watson, but you still get you a a good caliber quarterback that'll get you about <laughs> like seven or eight wins next year. And then okay, so go ahead. Go ahead. Right, my final thing was: if, if, and a small like notion, if they go and get Baker Mayfield to the San Francisco 49ers. He actually has a coach that is a quarterback whisperer that will say, you know what? You came on our team and the focus is now on you. It's not on your receivers. It's not on the fact that you have the offensive line. You have the defense. You have the wide receivers. You have the running back. You have the tight end. It's on you now because Baker Mayfield, unlike anywhere he's ever played before, including in Cleveland, San Francisco is only going to give you one fucking year. And the reason why is, if you fail, that means they have no choice but to start Trey Lance. And he's going to actually prosper there. When I talk about Baker Mayfield, he's going to prosper. The issue for him, though, is he knows he has to because Trey Lance is right there. And the moment he fucks up and Trey comes in, Baker's season and career are over. Do you,
2: he you think that there's any, Do you think there's any chance... Uh, like say Baker um, he gets traded there or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Do you just think that uh, they start
1: Trey Lance and make Baker the backup? Oh yeah, Baker has to earn his job. Now Kyle is you know he he's very. Okay, he'll he'll see Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield. He'll he'll think that he can whisper to him and just get it done. Baker Mayfield though is just going to be the quarterback that's going to compete. <clears throat> mm-hmm. he, he's going to compete. And it's going to make Trey Lance a better quarterback because the NFC West, like they need a quarterback to replace like, you know, something in that. Mm -hmm. Because you already got the Rams, you have the Seahawks who are pretty much abysmal. But when it comes to Baker Mayfield, he only has that one option. He's going to want money, but he wants a, a good team. And that's a good team. The issue is, once he gets cut, you know what's going to happen. Because Baker's definitely going to get cut by, I'd say, like week six, if he goes to San Francisco. Seattle's going to pick him up. They still need a quarterback. Right, right. And I, I, I personally can't see Baker Mayfield thriving with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. There's, there's too many, there's too many like parallels between Seattle and Cleveland. He, he literally has like Odell and Jarvis Landry all over him. And the thing yeah, is, I can see it. Yeah. was well, well. like think about it with Russell West. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm calling man, Russell Westbrook. Jesus Christ. With uh Russell Wilson, whenever the, the team fucked up, they blamed Russell Wilson. But rightfully so though, because DK was showing up. Uh Tyler was showing up. Even the the run game, as abysmal as they were, they were showing up. Baker Mayfield has no excuses. So it's one of those two teams. It has to be Seattle or it has to be San Francisco. Also, another thing, State Farm, I want to say their headquarters is in San Francisco. It only makes sense. So, hmm. That's just my personal opinion. Um, Baker Lakefield was never a uh, spokesman for State Farm. That was Progressive. Which is well, based in Cleveland. Oh, well, oh, so he's good then. He'll go to State Farm. I, didn't, I forgot it was fucking Progressive. Well, clearly, his his career hasn't been progressive, so he might have to go to the <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the report out of Cleveland right now is that the Browns want a first round I like, want a first round pick in exchange for trading Baker Mayfield. Good luck with that.
1: Good yeah, luck. they ain't
0: gonna get that.
1: Good luck. That's the thing. Good. Seattle doesn't yeah. have it. Yes, yeah, Seattle does.
0: Actually, they do because. Because uh,
1: Denver traded two first round picks to Seattle for Russell Wilson. Oh, then do it then. Absolutely, do that. Seattle needs to make that trade. In my personal, it just has to be one of those two teams. And the only reason is because I want to see Jimmy Garoppolo in Houston. I really want to see that because Jimmy Garoppolo has gotten away with having like, like either a superstar or being a backup on a good team. He's never had to get it out of the mud. He's never had to go and just say, you know what, this lineup is ass and I have to win. He's always been gifted his entire fucking career. He's gotten rings off the back of doing nothing. I would love to see him go to Houston and show up. You'd be like, yo, goddamn, he actually is a good quarterback. Because everybody swears that Jimmy Garoppolo is worth the money. Prove it in Houston. Or in Seattle. And the same thing with Baker Mayfield. Or in Carolina. Yeah. And when, when I think of Baker, I think the same thing. Like Everybody swears he's a good quarterback, but the thing is, he's been proven to have superstars and not get it done. My thing is, go to a division where it's actually harder to win and do something. Win six games. Cleveland has had it good for four fucking seasons. They pretty much gifted Cleveland a playoff-like spot every year, and he squandered it. I'm like yo how the fuck do you have kareem hunt you have odell you have jarvis you have um every tight end that i can remember that's been traded in the last four years like you have all of that and you just every year you fuck up every year it's only cleveland even lebron's like yo i'm from akron i don't know about that i don't know about them browns you are gonna have fun with that but i mean best of luck to them i, I just where what do y'all think baker's gonna go Oh, me personally, I
2: think he like. I don't think he ends up in San Francisco. I think he ends up in Seattle. Okay,
3: they're
2: they're not going to roll with Drew Locke. There's no way. But see, I I had asked Q. I asked Q the same question. Does Cleveland trade Baker before the draft? Day of the draft.
1: I think they use him as trade capital. Why not?
2: Exactly. That's what I was thinking too. To see. Like, you know, what team can they
1: get the most out of for big? Yeah. Like, what other team needs a quarterback right now other than Miami? Carolina. Car- oh, yeah. But the thing is, like, would you – if you're Carolina, would you want to, like, offlet everything to do that? Like, if I'm Carolina, in my personal opinion, I would probably – and this is probably going to sound like an absolute asshole, like, statement – I would, tr- I would take. If I'm Cleveland, I would take a first round pick and Christian McCaffrey
3: for Baker and something. Uh, uh, well, Packer- that, that, actually,
0: well, actually, that that's what that's what Carolina is trying to do now. Um, mm. Carolina is trying to trade Christian McCaffrey.
2: Damn, that, that's so fucked up how he ended up. I mean, <laughs> see that Cleveland don't Cleveland don't need running backs.
0: Yeah, they, they need a tight end. Yeah, they,
2: they need a tight end. Good ones. They need a tight end. <clears throat> Actually, no. They Well, they need receivers, too. They need receivers. They definitely need receivers. I mean, all yeah. they got is... I mean, they got a Marty Cooper, but I think their other receivers are... Well, Donovan, Donovan Jones. Yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones and... With Sean Higgins, Higgins. Uh, yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, that's sad. And mind you, all they had to do was trade fucking Baker Mayfield. That is sad. Your team literally would have been the Rams last season if you would have just gotten rid of the goddamn quarterback. That is (laughs) – it's funny to think about, but it's sad as fuck. Because the Rams did exactly in the NFC what the fucking Browns should have done. Because you know what would have happened? if they would have done that? They would have ended up, you know, they still would have had Odell. Cool. They probably would have still got Amari Cooper. Jarvis Lantry would have stayed. Then you have, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Austin Hooper as their tight end. You have Kareem Hunt and, uh, and Nick Chubb as your running backs. You have a fucking offensive line. like, And then you just get rid of Baker and you have Deshaun Watson. That is a fucking 13-win team right there thirteen wins, and I'm I'm calling that is a fucking thirteen-win team. And the only reason I say this because the Rams did. Well, the Rams only won. The Rams only won eleven. Yeah, but that's the thing; they won the Super Bowl. Is what I'm saying. Well, they did. Yeah, they did. So, I would. F- How the fuck do you squander an entire team from Baker Mayfield? You know what? We're we're going to be asking
2: ourselves that question, in by three, four years, how did they squander an entire
1: team for Deshaun Watson? That is true, but his the uh, time will tell with Deshaun. I just I really hope right. that when he comes in there, he he is Deshaun of old, and not like the 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 Mike Vick of you know version of Deshaun Watson, like post jail and shit. Yeah, he comes in. And everybody's like, "Oh yeah, well, Mike Vick. He he had a couple good games." And it's like, "Yeah, like I mean, it's not that hard to have a good game when you pretty much done nothing for fucking you know twenty six months, right?" And then you come in, you have a couple good games, but then people forgot about you because you played like shit in the games that actually matter. So,
2: oh, and here's here's one more. Like, I, I'm, we'll wind this down and get to the next topic, but real quick, I got a thing too. Deshaun Watson is probably going to get suspended by the NFL,
0: too. hmm Oh, there's a nugget on that. So, <clears throat> so his base salary for this year, and you know, if you're if if you're suspended by the league, they take it out of your base salary. They do take it out of the bonuses, the signing bonus, or anything like that. His base
1: salary is only a million dollars. Oh, they're trying to make their money up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The NFL is smart. Them motherfuckers are smart, bro. <laughs> They're like, hey, we're actually losing money by suspending the superstars. How about we just take from their money and make them pay for them, make them play for free? That is fucking ingenious. <laughs> that is a kudos. Fucking kudos. You know what? Goddamn Goodell. Goddamn Goodell. <laughs> so good. Hugh, <laughs> yo, do you not understand how funny that is? Like, yo, I'm going to yeah. take your money <laughs> you know and man? you got to play it's for free. free. In Cleveland well
0: he's not playing for he's not playing for free because he got the, he got the signing bonus. so he's not mm-hmm. playing for free. The mm-hmm. NFL can only take his base salary his base, and Cleveland, when they gave him that, new, when they ripped up his old contract, gave him a new one. Mm-hmm. His base salary this year is only a billion dollars.
1: We're Ooh. saying only because we're poor. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That is. We're not NFL players. We just talk about (laughs) them. (laughs) Oh my god! I wish somebody would pay me just a million. (laughs) What? Could I have just a million dollars? Here, just, just take just a million dollars. Just sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know how many massages I could get? Oh, Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Alright, so moving right along. <clears throat> moving right along. There was some other big name uh deals and trades and all of this other you know, shit uh that happened last week. Um uh before you got on, Greg, I guess we can still because we can we can go back and revisit this. So Matt Ryan was traded to the Colts and the Falcons decided to sign Marcus Mariota to a two-year deal with 20, uh about twenty-three million dollars, uh, two-year twenty-three million dollar deal, and the crawfish and the crab legs must be really, really good in New Orleans because Jameis Winston uh, re-signed today to a t- uh, two-year twenty-five million dollar deal with twenty-one million dollars guaranteed.
1: Is it crack? <laughs> what? Is it crack? I'm not sure I, I even, understand. I don't. That. I not even, even have a punchline. Is it crack? You pay, Janus. When, you know what? <laughs> what 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 happens to most men when they they leave their current girlfriend? They usually end up with worse. No, they go with their obey, just like Jameis Winston <laughs> with those crab legs.
0: Oh no! Oh
3: no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to
2: know: where does New Orleans getting all this money? Um, Pay a ludicrous
0: amount of money to taste a meal?
3: Bounty
1: Gate.
0: But, but, you remember, new coach. Uh, Sean Payton's gone. Dennis Allen, Dennis Allen knows that motherfucker ain't a quarterback. (laughs) He ain't nowhere close to being a starting quarterback.
1: That is true.
0: That's Uh, Sean Payton. That that was Sean Payton that thought, oh, I can make him a quarterback. Sean Payton ain't there no more
1: hmm I think it's pretty. Interesting. Yeah. Now wait, wasn't Deshaun, Deshaun Um Jesus Christ. Um Jameis. Wasn't Jameis like injured last year? Towards ACL in the in the seventh, in the eighth game of the season. And they pay, they're paying him now is what you're saying.
0: Twenty, yeah, uh, like I said, two year deal, twenty five million dollars, twenty one million of a guarantee.
1: You know what? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Sure, just okay. All, all I can say is okay. Wh- whatever they want to do, cool. Um, they, they're just there. Had to be somebody else that they could have went with. It could have been a better option, but I guess not. And
0: uh, that's why New Orleans won New Orleans. go back to the pre. Pretty sharp, Aiden New Orleans, only went three, four games a season. Oh, anyway, moving <clears throat> we'll right along. The biggest trade before uh, Deshaun Watson broke the internet was Devonte Adams, who traded to the Raiders.
1: This brings so much joy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I definitely didn't see it coming. I know that.
1: It surprised the hell out of me. It brings my heart so much joy because, Lou, both you and Q were absolutely right and I was absolutely wrong. Y'all said Wait, can that... You re- can you repeat that? Yes.
0: <laughs> Lou and Q were
1: right. I said something to the effect of them needed to franchise um Devontae Adams. And you Lou and Q even, I think Q actually started the argument. He was like, he needs to go somewhere else where he's value because they overpaid for Aaron Rodgers. And then I went on a long spill and dialogue about the fact that Aaron Rodgers has nowhere else to go, blah, 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 blah. Fast forward literally seven days. And um I have to apologize because Aaron Rodgers deserves Absolutely nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Um, You got $50 million? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Imagine not taking less money to further your team, to make them better. He really was like, I'm going to take all the money and you're going to give me the same people that I almost win with. Devontae Adams did what any smart man would do. Go get the money on a team that is Leaps and bounds better in a bigger market that is not owned by the fans. Devontae Adams said, fuck, I'm tired of playing in six degree weather. And then having to catch the ball 87 times because Aaron Rodgers hates his other receivers. He doesn't want to use the running backs because he's still scoring from Eddie Lacy gaining 280 pounds in an offseason. Let me stop catching the fucking balls here and go to Vegas. Devontae Adams, that that may have been the greatest come up of a receiver in NFL history. I haven't seen any other receiver in any other team that's at that level in their career go to a team that's in a. He literally did what LeBron did when he went to Miami. Mm -hmm. He went to a market team where he can market himself and be a superstar. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine, like, Looking at like where Vegas was with Amari Cooper, if they could have kept him and they had fucking Amari Cooper and Devontae Adams, that would have been great. But now they literally have all the pieces to win, and they have the quarterback that we every year for the first five weeks we always say Derek Carr is in the race for MVP, and then he just like falls off a cliff.
0: And and they have and they have a head coach, mm-hmm. another head coach that uh, head coach that is also
1: a quarterback. With a mm-hmm. All I'm going to say he has no excuses. Derek Carr has no excuses, but Devontae Adams has every excuse in the world. If he doesn't win with Derek Carr, you know what they're going to say? Well, I mean, he won so much with Aaron Rodgers, he just might have wanted to change the scenery and to get the money. He did what Aaron Rodgers should have done for another fucking team. That is so beautiful to me. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. He, <laughs> no, Literally, Aaron Rodgers could have said, you know what? I want to play in Vegas. And they would have traded Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers said, no, give me all your money. I just want to make sure that I rob you before I leave the door. Because his money's guaranteed. So when he doesn't show up in two seasons, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to retire. Green Bay still has to pay him. And they're out. A potential Hall of Fame receiver in Devontae Adams. Even if he doesn't win shit. That is, that is beautiful. That is fuck." <laughs> clap it up. Clap, clap it up to
2: Devontae Adams. It is <laughs> beautiful. That is Here's what I find really, like, damn near borderline disturbing about the whole thing. When Aaron Rodgers was negotiating his contract, like his new contract with Green Bay, mm-hmm. word came out that, okay, yeah, they, wanted, they were going to franchise tag Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Adam's Adam said, "No, I'm not. I'm not playing on a franchise tag." Yep. So word came out that Aaron Rodgers knew that Green Bay was going to trade Devontae Adams, and he mm-hmm. still signed that contract, which proves <laughs> to me that Aaron Rodgers don't give a fuck about winning. Exactly. He just don't. He just he don't give two shits about. He just, he just wants the money. The bag. He wanted the bag.
1: Yo, that is so beautiful. That, yo, can you imagine fleecing a team that said that they weren't going to pay you, and then they paid you because you had an MVP season? And then the fucking the reason why you had the MVP season walks away from the team. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yep. It's poetic. Cause think about it. Like, is Jordy Nelson still on the team? I'm saying Jordy Nelson, like he's still a fucking in the NFL. Like, is Jordy? N- <laughs> Who the fuck else does Aaron Rodgers throw to on that team? If I look at Green Bay's roster, isn't it like uh it was Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, and like uh, uh Marcus Valdez Scantling. And Allen is alright. And Allen was bro, I, I hate to say this. Lou, please forgive me. Go right ahead. Green Bay is the Pittsburgh Steelers of last season. Oh my God. It, they oh are my God. but with a mobile quarterback. <laughs> Yeah. no honestly Aaron Rodgers wasn't really in my personal opinion he wasn't that mobile you know who was though? Devontae Adams well yeah like Aaron Rodgers just knew who the fuck to throw to he was like you know what I'm going to throw it to Lazard in the slant I'm going to throw to Devontae Adams the other 99.7% of the time if I have to run you know what I'm going to do I'm going to run out of bounds because fuck the run game yeah it's there but so I, damn, Aaron! Damn, damn, damn! Yo, if I'm a Green Bay, if I'm a Green Bay fan slash owner, I am hot because yo, you you paid the man who already told you he don't want to be there, and then you try to franchise the dude who said he did want. What black receiver wants to play in a cold, in a small market? What are are we crazy? <clears throat> I can almost guarantee if Miami offered the same money as Vegas, Devonte Adams would be in a Dolphins jersey, and that is no flex. That's an absolute truth.
0: Sit, well, you you know what? Well, <laughs> go ahead, Q. Go ahead, Q. I said, yeah, he would be in a Dolphins jersey, soaking uh, margaritas on, on South Beach. Yeah.
2: Well, sure. and you know one of the reasons behind why he went to Vegas, right? What's that? The was his they were uh, college teammates. So wait a minute, wait, wait a fucking minute.
1: Now this is new information to me. Andy
2: said it, it, Andy said it was his lifelong dream to play in Vegas, to, to play for the Raiders. I mean,
1: so lifelong dream to play for the Raiders. Just so happens his best friend, or you said like they went to school together, right? So yeah. they go to school together. And man, get out of here, Mm-mm-mm. Aaron Rodgers. You fumbled the bag. Yeah. You get the you get the Adam Gates. Why are you still here? You could have done. You should have done what Brady did. You should have been the fuck up out of here. Jesus! But guess what? By by the grace of God, they're still going to end up having a good record in the NFC because you know what they want. They want to see fucking Green Bay and uh, the Rams, or so they want to see Green Bay and uh, Tampa. But mm-hmm. damn, Aaron Rodgers, what the fuck were you? Have they made any other acquisitions since letting Devonte Adams leave? Like, did no, they, they pick really up anybody? They, they, they,
0: they released Zadarius the, the Smith.
1: Wow, <laughs> save money! Yo, how are you? They're saving money by overpaying a quarterback who don't want to be there. I'm telling you, I can't wait for them to lose two games and he just checks out of the entire fucking team. He's like, nah, because that's how he was. Do you remember Week One? When they got blown out, he didn't want to do an interview, and he was talking shit to everybody, and he, he lied about the COVID and everything. Like, yep. I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. It's going to be beautiful. He's going to go the fuck out of Green Bay. He's like, you know what? Don't be surprised if he, like, retires at halftime like Homeboy did. Like, was it? Uh, I who do.
2: Yeah, I can't remember the dude, though. I know who you're talking about, though. I the dude for the wait. Buffalo Bills.
1: Yeah. Can't fucking wait. But damn, Aaron Rodgers, man, like, you like the best thing, the only thing that kept you there walk away. You didn't even put up a fight because you knew you didn't give a fuck. Stupid motherfucker.
0: Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Moving right along. Moving right along. And talking about overplayed, washed up players, Von Miller. Signed a one hundred and thirty, maybe a little bit off of the numbers, but a hundred and thirty million dollar deal with Buffalo.
1: Oh boy, another agent player going to Buffalo than to that. one. a not win. This <laughs> <To not> is <win. laughs> <laughs> crazy. Like, what are, what are we doing? Like Von Miller, I, I knew what he was. I know what he's, he's doing. He, he got his ring. He he, he does this. Like, he, he got his ring in Denver, and he was like, he wanted to know the fuck out of that. He already had said that. Um, and that was, what, $2.50 when they won that? He was trying to get the fuck mm-hmm. out of it, then. Um But then he was still under that contract, and it was a max for him at that time. But now he's, he's literally doing what Ray Lewis did, except for now he's traveling teams. Whoever's going to take me and give me this money, guess what? I'm going. He's going to go to Buffalo and probably play six games. Before either faking an injury or actually getting injured. And I'm not saying it because I want to see this man get hurt. I'm just saying it because I know when a player honestly is just like, you know what? No, nah, I just, I don't feel like it today. I'm taking my sick leave. He's going to Anthony Davis the fuck out of the NFL for that contract. He's going to be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, all paid me. So what? I'm not playing. A 100, 100, how much did you say it was Q? You said 106.
0: <clears> 100, <throat> let me. Let me give the, the exact numbers right
1: now. Um, I cannot they paid Von Miller over over 80 million. That so is Von Miller. Six years, $120 million. Absolutely fucking not. Is it crack? Is it fucking crack? <laughs> six, he's not gonna be in the league for six years. And it's it's probably guaranteed. Please tell me it's not guaranteed. Please tell me it's not guaranteed.
0: <clears throat> uh, let me see. $51 and a half million dollars is guaranteed.
1: You have to be shitting sure me. Almost. Let's, let, let's go to the next topic. I'm pissed. Move
0: it. Move it right along. Because I'm tired of talking about the NFL because it sucks right now to the draft. Uh, going to the NBA. Everyone's oh. favorite cheeseburger, everyone's favorite cheeseburger loving uh, athlete is out. For the season, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I got Everybody's a new favorite sl- cheeseburger. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty I
3: got
2: good. good. And I got a so, perfect nickname for him too.
0: Oh no, I got for I got one too. So so Zion so Zion has even more unlimited access to the buffet to the buffet bar because he's been through out for the out for the season. Oh I have God. a question. I have a very very serious question about Zion. Are we looking at Sam Bowie slash Greg Oden 2.0? I already know the answer to this, so I don't want to hear what y'all have to
1: say. All right, hold on. Before I answer your question, Lou, what was the nickname? Please tell me the nickname.
2: I was, I'm just going to start calling him Hamburglar.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Hamburglar. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Now, Q, to answer your question, um, Absolutely. Absolutely. But can can I just give the guys their flowers on this show? Because both Lou and Q said this. Q said he wasn't going to make it through the season. And Lou said, well, he just because we were talking about Kwame Brown for that episode. We're like, oh, well, you know who could possibly potentially end up being a bust? Him. That is sad that he's going out like that. I don't think his body can just, like, maintain that weight. But the fact that he – damn, man. Damn. It, he should have just went and played football, man. He would have had a longer career.
2: Do you remember that game when he was when he was
1: still with Duke?
2: Mm-hmm. Do you remember the game yeah, where, exploded. Yeah, where he just busted exploded. out of his shoe?
1: That is – he's not built for – he's literally built to, like, tackle, like, Matt Stafford. Like, he's not built (laughs) to fucking play ball, man. I think— A a, a great defensive end. I just—that sucks, man, because people aren't going to keep that energy like they kept with Kwame Brown when it comes to, like, who's the biggest bust. Because trust me, they were putting Zion Williamson on, like, LeBron status. And I think LeBron has had more starting games in the preseason of his entire career than, <laughs> than Zion has had in his, what, three years in the league? Yep. Has it been three years or has it been two? It's I, been three. It's been three. It's been three. But I missed. know this was his second. No, this is No, because he had the bubble year and then, yeah? You know, so, so the bubble year was the right. rookie year, right? Uh, where well, he missed all but 13
0: games. Mm-hmm. He missed all but 13 games mm-hmm. down last season. 72 game season he was healthy for the majority of I it mean, he played I think it was 66 games No, wasn't he on game management 60. though <clears throat> yeah I think he played he played uh, 54 games I believe and then this season not one single minute mm. so what the fuck and, did you do in and, conditioning and and and, and 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 guess what mm-hmm. he is eligible for an ascension
1: for a rookie ascension man get, man, right, get him right. the work out of the league let him play the league 3 is it crack? is it crack? <laughs> is it crack? you're not telling yeah, am no not way. paying you f- and the thing is some somebody is going to pay him money somebody here's the thing somebody paid Anthony Davis money and he pretty much is like like Kawhi 2.0 I play what the fuck I want to play can you imagine signing Zion for a max and he's pretty much telling you, yo, my body's not in the shape that it's supposed to be. And he's had all season to get in shape. All season. Maybe he needs to talk to James Hart and be like, yo, like, how do I take off this fat suit? Because this, this shit is egregious, man. You, like me, like I've gained weight during the pandemic, but I can lose it. This man literally... All he's all he has to do is like play ball. Yeah, and I mean, the thing yeah. is, they're saying when that. He he, into, he,
0: oh, go ahead. So when he came into the league, so when he came into the league, he was two hundred eighty five pounds. He's mm-hmm. way over that now. He's probably what Shaq was. You know, Shaq was like three three thirty.
1: Yeah. He's probably that. He's probably that weight now. But that's the thing. Like they, yeah. they gave him. The, they have done everything for him. He had a nutritionist. He had a dietitian. They work him out. They sat him on the sidelines, making sure that he wasn't eating nachos and popcorn and shit. And he, like, he, he still blew up. And the reason for that, man, is he's in the wrong fucking town at his yep. size. You should not be in New Orleans with fucking beignets and all the fucking the powdery sugar drinks and shit. No, you should not be there. You know, Zion, after every home game, he's like, yo, I'm gonna give me like four beignets, man, six steaks, two Budweiser. Like, no. The, the you that know
2: you what team? appreciate okay. I was just you you know what team I could see paying him
1: who the New York Knicks. They right? they,
0: yep, see so they, you they, 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 they want him. They want him. That's saying. they wanted to draft them. They wanted to draft them. That's saying. they wanted to draft them, and then they had they couldn't <clears throat> they couldn't put a package together to send to New Orleans, so they ended
1: up getting R.J. Barrett. Well. All I know is they'll probably still end up getting them because it's New York and nobody else is going to want them that wants to be a playoff contender. And the Knicks are going to be like, you know what? Okay, we we need to sell these seats. We finally got Zion. We got our guy. And it's like, oh, it's Carmelo all over again, huh? Going to barely get y'all to lose. So, sure. Um, But Zion, man, I I wish that man the best. I know we just crack jokes and stuff. (laughs) that, That health shit, I really hope he gets it under control because it has to be like a thyroid or something like that because there's no reason that man he can't play into shape. Especially after we've seen people like John Wall, like Shaq, like who were coming to the season fucking 45 pounds overweight, and that was with intention. And John Wall turned his shit into muscle. Shaq turned his shit into muscle. James Harden, for some reason, you know, fat suit or not, whatever we want to call it, he plays himself back into shape. You can't tell me that. This man can't even play himself into shape because he's that out of shape. That is, that's bad. You can't come back from that. And
0: then you gotta also so. think about. You also gotta think about what all that weight is doing to, to mm-hmm. like his his feet, his knees. Mm-hmm. He's got to league into
1: you. Yeah, yeah. And the wow. thing is, he's too he's too far removed. He's too far gone to actually ever just p- get back into playing shape. And the reason why is, did he have like the AC? was it an ACL or was it an ankle injury or something like that he had?
0: He had a foot injury. He had, he had a foot, the foot injury. injury.
1: And, and it's I a weight-related issue, though.
0: Of course. Because his prey cannot handle 300 pounds. See? He needs he needs to be at like 260. Yep. He needs to be at like 250, 260. Now, him and LeBron are the same height. LeBron is 6'8". Mm-hmm. Zion is 6'8" but LeBron takes care of his body. We all know how much he spends every year to take care of his body. So, you know, he's about, Mm -hmm. LeBron now, he's about 285, but he's all muscle. Mm -hmm. Zion is Phil's Lloyd doughboy Mm times (laughs) 10.
1: Scary out His frame
0: just, his frame just can't, his frame can't handle it. He, right. he needs to legit he needs to legitimately
1: lose 30 to 40 pounds. Yeah. Or turn that thirty or turn 30 to 40 pounds of, of what he has into solid muscle. No, and, no, no. That was the problem. That was the problem last year because they kept lying and saying, oh, he's gonna, you know, he's trying to turn this into muscle. Remember they, they would take photos of him on the sideline and shit. It was like, look at how in how in shape he is. It's like, bro, he's not in shape. The fucking jersey doesn't fit. It no, stop trying to <laughs> act like this man is in shape. He's not in shape. He's just big and toned and sweating now. Like big and toned is one thing, but he was big and toned in like a fat way. And I'm not trying to disrespect fat people, but it's like, bro, like he's he's NBA fat. There's a difference between being NF like NBA fat or like athletic fat and being like you know fat in the in the scope of being fat. He's fat, and he has to be active. Like as somebody who like I recently and I don't want to bring it up, like pretty much an aunt of ours like you and i was like from like my grandmother's side like passed away from like a run so she went on like a marathon rest in peace to her she went on a marathon and like died in the midst of this marathon and i don't know the reasonings behind it i don't know the like intricate details anything but a lot of people will say that they'll go and overextend their workouts with the attempts of actually getting healthier and that's the last thing we want Zion to do. Like a lot of people be like, oh, I got to lose X amount of weight by this certain such time. And luckily, New Orleans didn't do that with Zion. They gave Zion time. The issue is they gave him so much time that there was no progress. I'm sure they were but like, they, hey, he Zion, to, you have to. hey, went a Portland. Okay. He Portland. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, like, at some point, it's like, yo, it's actually you. It's your habits. You're not breaking these habits and you're not taking care of yourself. A dietician can't tell you how to take care of you. So you have to be able to do that. Zion, without knowing him, but just pretty much guessing from what I've seen, he doesn't want to get healthy. He doesn't want to take care of himself. He's got the bag. He's like, yo, I got all the fucking shit I need. I got the money. I got the fame. They're never going to give him a sneaker deal because he probably bust out of them shits. He's, no. Didn't he get like, I think he got like 100 and 20 million from like Jordan brand or something like that. He hasn't come out with a mm-hmm. shoe yet because he can't play in them. He's done. So uh, again, man, like Zion, I'm, I'm talking shit about you because I care. And I'm not joking about that shit because, you know, gaining weight is already hard enough for anybody, a regular person. So for an NBA player, I understand. But from the outside, looking in as somebody who's pretty much wasting another season of their career, it's, it's not looking good, bro. I just wish him the best, but yeah, it don't look good at all.
0: All right. We're moving right along, We're moving on to stars who also are out for the season. Damian Lillard was ruled out for the, for the rest of the season. Honestly, I'm not mad with move. Um, but my question is, does Damian traded over the offseason
3: at
1: this point? Yep. Yep. I, I, what I hope is they swap him for Bill. Neither one of them wanna play where they're playing at? Just swap them.
0: Oh we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Brad Bill in a second. We're gonna get to Bradley Bill in a second. Mm-hmm. Um Luke, does, does Dane gets traded over the offseason?
2: If Dame wants out, Dame will get traded. Mm-hmm. And he ends up he ends up on the Lakers. Does that work out? Bring in
0: Dame. I can see it. Okay. Uh, I I don't I don't see I don't see Dame going to the Lakers. They don't have any assets. I mean, yeah, you can you can trade Westbrook straight up for him, but Portland's not going for that deal. No one wants Westbrook. Not even the not even the fucking Houston Rockets, and they can just buy him out of this contract. No one's no one's trading. And plus, and plus, Dane ain't making 47 million. So who else? So that means Portland ain't gonna have to send someone else, which they I don't know who they will send. And to sweeten up the pot, you know the Lakers ain't trading their 20, their 27th, their 2027 first round pick, because they ain't got no more. And they gonna need that when the when LeBron retires
3: or leaves
1: to go yep. to Cleveland or leaves to go to Cleveland to play with Bronny. Mm-hmm. mm I forgot all about the Bronny thing, so, damn, man. The issue is like, like, if I'm me and I'm, if I'm the Lakers, man, like, knowing what LeBron plans on doing, his intentions, and stuff like that, and being Portland, I'm like, y'all, like, do you, like, as the Lakers, do you really want Anthony Davis and Dame Lillard? In theory, it sounds like a good idea, but so did LeBron and Anthony Davis. (laughs) And boy, um, (laughs) look at that. I I don't know, Q. Honestly, like, this is one of the few trades that, truthfully, I don't care where even, like, where Dame ends up because he's still not going to win shit. Like, Dame is, like, He's going to be a really good player that, you know, he's going to be everybody's favorite. That just don't win shit. It's like Chris Paul all over again. Like, yeah, um, we like them for who they are, but they're not winning anything. Like, cool. And it's accepted that, you know, as long as you had a good career statistically, you may make it in the Hall of Fame. You may be notarized as like a good player, but you just never won shit. Like your accolades, all the things that you did on the court, but it didn't measure up at the end of the season um Dane's just going to be one of those guys now i'm hoping to be proven wrong but it also dictates where the fuck Dane goes Dane doesn't want to be known as that guy who went from fucking portland to a contender because his entire career hinged on hey i can get it done in portland so then you're going to completely contradict yourself like oh well you told us you can get it done in portland you did and then the first thing you do when you get the opportunity is go to a contender and win a ring you know who you're going to look like Kevin Durant. Uh I'm not Kevin Durant. I said Kevin Durant. Jesus Christ. Uh Kevin <laughs> Garnett. Um because I'm thinking Kevin Durant and could throw Kevin Darnett. Garnett. You can throw right. you can throw Durant there too. Because I mean Durant yeah. is Durant did the same thing. He's like, Oh, I can win the ring in
0: Oklahoma City. And then he went mm-hmm. and then he goes to go to state.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I personally don't think Durant's gonna ever win a ring again. Um at, at least not on the East Coast, because honestly, the East Coast is it, it's just not for him. <laughs> Kevin Durant is a, a process of elimination winner when it comes to the league. And the only reason I can say that is because we only saw him play on the West. But while he's played on the East so far, like there is no team to eliminate, like, or teams that can beat themselves, right? There's always going to be Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Boston. So it's like, all right. Miami, if East, Miami in there. Oh, and, and Miami, right? So but the thing is, they have to, in order to, like play them like Brooklyn hasn't ever had to like Milwaukee usually always eliminated like the Bostons or the Miamis of the world right and then you have um what do you call it you have Brooklyn playing like a Indiana you know like fuck because they always know how to make sure that they win just enough to be seated so they don't have to play the hard the hardest team the entire route and the issue for them Is also they weren't healthy at the time. They had the big three and then it was like, well, now it's the the big two and a half. But we we just don't know. Durant on the West Coast though, he had all the luxury to him. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. I had Golden State first seed, but guess what? I got these stars. Even with OKC, it's like, yo, like with OKC, he was playing teams that were either injury prone or they weren't supposed to be seated where they were. They were always, you know, just sliding in and then just getting beat by Oklahoma City. And then they played LeBron on the East. It's like, all right, cool. Like that, that That's, you know, KD. I just can't see KD being like, you know what? We got through everybody in the East. Like, no question. We Every series was fucking four to one or, you know, four to two. And we just like breezed through them. Brooklyn's just going to be one of those teams that perpetually goes either six or seven games because they just can't get right. Now, I will say to Kyrie's credit, If he if he keeps having fucking 30, 40, 50 point games, we're going to have to have another discussion. I got to apologize to this man. (laughs) I I, got to I got to because he's balling out and I I am not above reproach. I will definitely go ahead and apologize when it's needed. Uh, But that also takes Durant doing what the fuck he needs to do. Also, all those scrubs that they picked up thinking that they were going to be the L.A. of the East. I'm, I'm looking at you, Blake Griffin. Uh, Yeah, like, all all the motherfuckers they picked up for pennies and shit that ain't done nothing in fucking 28 games, guess what? They gonna have to show up in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. KD hasn't had that issue. KD was able to fucking sit out for 11 to 12 minutes because they were blowing out a team by fucking 28 points. And eventually, when it comes to uh, Kyrie, he's going to burn out. You can only do so much of that Uncle Ju shit. So... In the playoffs, man, like I, I I don't know. I just can't see KD doing that. But we're, we're getting off topic. Go back to what you were saying, Q, my bad. Um, but
0: yeah, um moving we'll right along, we're Like sticking with Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Sticking with the Brooklyn thing. <sighs> okay. Oh, oh, okay. Crybaby Simmons wanted to be traded. Crybaby Simmons got his wish but still I know, saying, <laughs> I know they're saying it's now a, he has a herniated disc or something as a disc problem. The man, man. Just don't, the man, the man don't want to play basketball.
2: He's scared. He's scared of missing that first shot, that first yep. jump shot when he comes in. He, 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 he wishes he was in the bubbles. We didn't have a crowd there to watch him. That's crazy. I honestly think that, that that has something to do with it. I no. think that he's nervous as hell. That he's going to underperform or whatever in front of his, you know, home crowd or any crowd for that fact. Yeah. And, you know, it's getting to him. And, and yeah, I got a disc, disc. Uh, you know, my, uh, my 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 pinky hurts or mm-hmm. something. I have a yeah, hangnail. Yeah, hangnail, whatever. I mean, uh, unless he's borrowing some of Kyrie's PTO time. I don't know what You know
1: what? You got to (laughs) stop. You got to stop, bro. You're too good. You're too good.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, um, Ben, it's okay. You can go back to Australia. Nobody will tease you there. You're you the golden. you the, the golden boy in Australia. Don't don't just go there. Just go there. Because I don't I don't know what to say, think or whatever anymore when it comes to Ben Simmons. Like just just go, just go. You got your wish. You wanted to get out of Philly because they punked you like a bitch. You got your wish. You went to you got got to Brooklyn. And you still won't play. You done made up two you done made up two injuries, two injuries since he was traded a month ago. Well, I'm not in I'm not in basketball shape. Okay. Get your ass in the gym. Oh now I got a bad bad back. Man, you just don't want to play.
2: Get your ass to the chiropractor, damn shit.
1: That man is doing everything gr- Aaron Rodgers said he was going to do. Not play and get the bag. That's yep. sad. But guess what? Ben Simmons, I can't even say he was a good player. I never watched him play, to be completely honest. Um, good luck wherever he ends up because he won't be in Brooklyn for long.
0: Yeah, they'll trade him. They're in the trade, them. Or stretching his contract out and just eating the costs. Uh, but moving right along this NBA train, we're back with two for twelve ain't nothing. Two for twelve ain't nothing. So yeah, Russell Westbrook, good old Brody Westbrook. Mad him and his wife, that people keep calling him Westbrook. And now um, you know, people think they're saying that his, his children are hearing the backlash. They, they're they getting upset because everyone's saying, oh, your daddy, your daddy's a bum. Your daddy only throws up bricks. But it's the
1: truth. But it's the truth. Yeah. Can you imagine if he saved his, like, all his scorn instead of doing it all in one season just stretched it out through the rest of his career he would average better than he is right now that man mm-hmm. chased down uh triple crowns and shit like that when it came to the nba oh i gotta get all these records break oscar Robinson and shit like that he burnt him he honestly he burnt himself out of performing i know how fucked up that sounds but it's true i'm like yo like damn like russ you you were good. And I'm not saying he's not good now. But when I look at it, I'm like, it's not tolerable. Like, at least when he was playing at OKC and then when he was playing at Houston, I'm like, oh, he just don't want to pass the ball. He's stat bad. And it's like, OK, cool. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that. But now it's like, bro, like, you can't even make a shot. Like, this is bad. So do you do you think he's nervous playing with LeBron? No, I just think he. Like, I've never seen it, but people have said, like, there are players in, like, all these sports and stuff like that, like, when they just lose it. I, I don't know, like, the term, for but there's a term, like, when a player just honestly, like, loses it. I'm, I'm trying to think of who, like, lost it. Like, Drew Brees, when he just lost the will to throw the ball, like, he just lost the arm strength to actually throw. Mm-hmm. I see the same thing that's happening with Westbrook. Like, yo, he just doesn't have it anymore, and he's been trying to, like, get himself out of that bind, and it hasn't happened.
0: Because it's not going to happen. Okay, so I want to get so so um, I, I want to get into some comments that um, that and also some things that happened with Westbrook and a fan last Monday in San Antonio. Also, want to talk uh, discuss some comments that his wife Nina Westbrook made about Skip Bayless, who that should be fun. So let's just get into that real quick. <clears throat> so. Uh, on Monday, last Monday, uh, Westbrook got into a back and forth with a fan during Monday's loss, uh, Monday's Lakers loss to the San Antonio Spurs, after being called Westbrook, telling the fan to not quote disrespect unquote his last name. The derisive nickname became a hot button topic when Westbrook's wife, Nina, called Fox Sports One Skip Bayless quote disrespectful and a bully unquote for calling her husband Westbrook. Uh, Russ said that he stood with his wife telling reporters he thinks the nickname is an attempt at shaming him. This is his comments. Quote, I 100% stand behind my wife and how how she's feeling because it's it's not just about this year. Right now, she's reached a point, my family has reached a point to where it's really weighing on them. And it is very unfortunate just for me personally because it's just a game. This is just a game. This is not this is not end all be all. And when it comes to basketball, I don't mind the criticism of missing and making shots. But the moment it becomes where my name is being shamed, it becomes an issue. I've kind of let it go in the past just because it never really bothered me. But it really kind of hit me the other day. Me and my wife was at a teacher parent teacher conference with my son. And the teacher told me. She's like, no, uh, Noah, he's so proud of his last name, he writes it everywhere, he writes it on everything. He tells everybody, he walks around and says, I'm Westbrook, Westbrook, that's my last name. And I kind of sat there and shocked. and it hit me, like, damn, I can no longer allow people. For example, Westbrook, to me, is now shaming. It's like shaming my name It's my legacy for my kids. It's a name that means more, not just to me, but to my wife, to my mom, my dad are the only ones that kind of paved that paved the way for me. And that's just one example. I mean, that kind of hit myself and my wife in a place where it's not great, man. And I think a lot of times I let it slide. And now, but now that it's now time to put a stop to that and put it on notice. There's a difference and we need to make sure it's understood. And every time I do hear it now, I will make sure that I address it and make sure that I nip that in the bud of
1: thoughts he is becoming the softest bully in the nba because he definitely would talk shit to every single person if he could when he's only but the moment he's not all of a sudden as well with me i remember him like kicking people out pointing them out in the stands and shit like that and mind you all they're doing like some people say they were heckling and stuff like that there were some people who were disrespectful he doesn't respond well to criticism and now that it's being criticism, even in the form of jokes, he can't stand it. Well, guess what, bro? You signed up for this. And it's not making it any easier because, like, his wife is speaking out on it. His family is speaking out on it. I get it. You want respect for your name. But also, bro, you bring this on yourself. You don't want taking the shots. There's so many other things you can do. You can pass the ball. You ain't passing. So and when you what, do what pass. you give. He is passing
0: the ball, he's turning it over.
3: You
0: know, when he when he is passing the ball, he's turning it over. He leads the league in turnovers per game and four and a half. I think he's the four and a half or five turnovers per game. He's led the league in turnovers for the last three or four years. That's not what a point guard does. Point guard's supposed to protect yeah. the basketball.
1: I just have nothing for him, man. Like, I wish him all the best, man. His family, his stuff, I just, nah. Like, you're you going to get them names as long as you're playing the way you playing. Because when you on, people praise you for being on. You got praised for years for literally doing nothing but being a ball hog. You you literally put yourself a in the Hall of Fame contention for being a ball hog.
0: A ball hog and a stat pattern.
1: Yep. Now, if people start calling him that, is he going to be upset? You're going to point to the ref and be like, yo, they're talking about me? Hmm? Probably not. I mean, I, the, the tape is there. Like, we've literally seen Homeboy, like, box out his own teammate to get a 10th rebound. That's some of the craziest shit we've seen from Homeboy. Right. So, <laughs> like, what more do you want from us? It doesn't make I sense. Mean, it,
2: yeah, and it, it just it seems like that he's, he he was more... excuse me, he's more concerned about stat padding than winning championships. He's more worried about the hall of fame than he is winning championships.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, again, that's why I said, I don't really have sympathy. Like you brought this on you. We didn't, we don't take the shots. You do. You keep putting yourself in these compromising positions. So yeah, like everything was all good when you were making, you know, fucking, you know, 40, 50 point games, 18 rebounds and shit like yo. Like, did anybody else play? Like he, he was doing some shit that you would only find on like 2K in like my player mode when you're trying to like make sure that you get from fucking 79 to 80, right? You're like, damn, I gotta take 78 shots a game and shit. Like, that's what he was doing. The issue is it's not working anymore. He shot himself into a funk that he can't get out of. The same way with Drew Brees when he was fucking, you know, Drew Brees was going against uh Matt Ryan and shit, and the score was like fucking 48 to 46. It's like, yo, know, they're still throwing the goddamn ball. What, like, why? And it's because you're, you're padding your stats. Why? We already know how good you are. You don't have to keep doing it. Russ did that shit for so long now. People are kind of conditioned to be like, okay, this is just him. But the thing is, now he's conditioned to the point where he's like, I have to be this way. If I don't keep taking these shots and passing the way I'm passing and boxing out my own teammates to get rebounds, I'm not Russell Westbrook. I'm, West, I'm Russell Westbrook. But guess what, bro? If you're not making shots, what the fuck are you doing? Because mm-hmm. we get on, we get on Lebron, we get on Kyrie, we get on anybody who's not performing to the superstar caliber that they hold themselves to. Well, guess what, bro? You've considered yourself a Hall of Famer, and you know it to be true. They got you in the NBA 75, and you're getting called Westbrook for good fucking reason. You're playing like shit, and if and I'm I'm not in the Lakers locker room. It's going to take a teammate being like, yo, you the reason why we fucking up because it ain't nobody else. The, the scrubs on the Lakers, they know they scrubs. The good players know they're the good players. Anthony Davis knows that he's injured. LeBron knows he cannot do it by himself. But guess what? Y'all brought this team together. This, y'all fall collectively. But when I see Russell Westbrook and I see them fucking highlights of the Lakers and seeing the shit that he's doing, I'm like, bro, I don't see anybody else taking them shots. It'd be you. So I don't want to hear from his wife. I don't want to hear from the kids and stuff like that. And it's no disrespect to them, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like, yo, like, he's doing this performance on the court. You can't be mad at the fans and the people who have to actually report on this game for his poor performance. It's different if it happens one day. And, like, it's been an entire season of him doing this. He did the same thing in Houston. We're like, yo, like, how many how many more bad games does this dude like yo, we can keep a- we can like start marking x's on the calendar of how many good games he's had. It's not gonna be many, so I mean i personally i hope that he comes out of this funk, but I feel like he thinks coming out of the funk means to take more shots, and that's absolutely not the case that that's all I got to say about it hey
2: i honestly i really one hundred percent honestly feel that. All right, when he was in the OKC, when he was in Houston, he was ball dominant. Now he's with the Lakers. LeBron is the one who's ball dominant, so it's affecting his shot. It's it's affecting his game. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, and even even when he was in DC, you know DC last season, he okay, was the dominant player. Too. He was the dominant player on the court because because Brad, Brad isn't. a... He'd rather play. He he actually enjoys playing better off the ball. Mm-hmm. His game is better off the ball. You see, this season, this season before he got injured, when he had to become ball dominant, it's not his game.
2: Right. Right. It's
0: not his game. And you know, just look at like you said, look when he was in Houston, he played with another ball dominant guard, and James Harden, he couldn't fit. And now you and now in la with the Lakers you're with the you would you're the ultimate ball dominant player in LeBron James and yeah it's just that's not you know he, he has to have Westbrook has to have the ball in his hand so is LeBron but at least LeBron can go can go out every other night and, and give you 30 35 50 56. Thanks.
2: He had another triple double tonight. LeBron did.
0: So, yeah, Brody, he needs to he needs he needs to go to a team where he can be the dominant player with the ball. Exactly. Yeah, and it's not and it's not LA. It's not It's not LA when LeBron's in the game, which is at thirty seven it's crazy that he's playing 38, 40 minutes a game at 37 right. years old. But he has to, because who else is gonna score for them? Exactly. Moving right along, <clears throat> moving right along, uh, our last NBA story of the night. Uh actually there's two more. The first one, uh, the first one is Jamar Crawford finally hung up with sneaks. This is a player. Not not two years ago. Through a fifty. Even though he's 40, 41 years old, threw a fifty. I think he could have I think he could have played another year or two. Like right? just play that Ray Allen, come off the bench, give you, give, you tw- give you, 20 microwave points, you know, every every six, five or six games. But he decided. You know, to call it a, uh, today, this morning, uh, he posted on he posted on Instagram. No, it actually, was on Twitter. Um, his retirement message that you know, thanks to the game, I owe you everything. Uh, so, shout out to Jamar Crawford, one of the mm-hmm. best six men in the history of the NBA, for mm-hmm. for uh, decided to, to hang up, hang up, hang up the sneakers. Uh, but our last story in the NBA is. Uh, a Bradley Bill story. Uh, so today there were reports that came out that Miami is, let me pull that story up. <clears throat> um, and this is on Bleacher Report, which, you know, Bleacher Report with, with routinely writes stories just for clickbait. Um, but through the athletics sham, uh, Sharania, he reported. Um, that the Heat are quote seen as, as a legitimate suitor for Bill, field should he elect to seek a new home. Now we know that uh, Brad has a $36.4 million play option for next season. Um, he's going to opt out because he, he can make more he can get more money he can get up to $235 million over five years from the Wizards. He can get uh, about 180, 190. Uh, with any other team, uh, over four years with any other team. Um, good luck getting that because not a lot of teams, I think it was only, I think it's only a five or six teams that ha- actually have max uh, a max contract slot to give them. Um, but the story continues. <clears throat> the guards... Rich surgery provided him with one incentive to take the biggest long-term payout he can he can get in the summer whether the exercise in the player option hitting the market at 24. Um Sport Track projects that the Heat to have a payroll of about 151 million in 2022 23 when factoring the players under contract and salary cap holds. Um, when Jim, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and Cal Lowry alone are to collectively the count for 96.3 million. Um, there is no chance Miami can offer Bill a market level contract as a free agent. The team could, however, execute a sign and trade. Sending back Duncan Robinson in the sixteen point nine million dollar salary would have offset some of the cost. The extent of the Heat's pursuit of Bill might hinge on how deep they go into the twenty twenty two postseason. Uh, Miami owns the Eastern Conference's best record at forty-seven and twenty-four. The Flowey's addition having had the intended impact of getting the team closer to title contention. Eric Spoelstra's squad is ten has is ten to one odds on at FanDuel to win the NBA championship with six best odds in the league. We do know that Pat Riley is a very aggressive executive. Do you see Bradley Bill? if he chooses not to re-sign with the wizards. If the outside and chooses not to re-sign with the wizards, can you realistically see him going to Miami? I really hope not. Uh,
2: it's a good question. I mean, if he goes to Miami, who takes a back seat? I
1: mean, does Jimmy take a back seat? I think Bill takes a back seat I think he's at that point in his career He's going to be a six man
0: I don't think think he'll be a six man But just like I stated earlier When we were having a discussion About Russell Westbrook Bill doesn't His game is predicated By playing off the ball He's not a dominant He's not a dominant guard He's not a dominant scorer He can be a dominant scorer But mm -hmm. his game works better When he plays off the ball but that was also when Bill was healthy and wasn't sitting out for three-fourths of a
1: season. We're yeah. talking about a Bill who is, is going there probably, you know, with a, a max contract or even a vet minimum at that point, you know, some type of adjusted pricing in order to make sure that he can be on a contender. If he's going to a contender, I'm telling you, he's not starting. The reason why he's not started, there's no fit for him on a contender as we speak. Going to get him what he
0: wants, which is a ring or anything more in the second round of the NBA playoffs. That's why I honestly see, I honestly see him. I honestly see him resigning because I I just see it happening. Do I want to see that happen? My answer before the Pauzian's trade was hell no. Um, My answer to that question now is. If Fazingas can stay healthy, I'd love I would love to see them play together. But we know that Fazingas, he has the hangnail, uh he has the hang the hangnail issue too, where yeah. oh I'm not, oh I got a hangnail, I'm out for, I'm out for seven weeks. <laughs>
3: yeah. I
1: just um I, I know how I fucked up this is probably about to sound. I just don't wanna see Bill go through what Wall went through. Wall has been Yet to bounce back from that trade from Washington. Has he done good? Yeah, he's got himself back in shape, but nobody believes in him. And he doesn't have enough confidence anymore himself. Now, that could be a product of honestly being enabled and entitled to being the leader of a team that honestly didn't want anybody else but you because they overpaid you until bill came in and now bill's in that same position that wall was in it's like yo like my bread is butter here they treat me well they pay me well i like the town it's not bad but when the team is done with you and they have nowhere else to send you they're either going to send you to the worst team in the league or a contender that you want to be on the bench uh,
0: so we have one voicemail related to this discussion let's play that right now here we go
1: the Miami Heat do not need Bradley Beal. The Miami Heat need a legitimate big man. Going the Bradley Beal route will just mess up their team. Okay. Uh, new, Greg, thoughts? I don't, I don't have any. I just, like I said, if he goes to Miami, he's not starting. I'm standing on that because looking at Miami's roster, all he's going to do is put a chink in the armor. And when he starts, I'm like, dang, like Bill, man, he's starting for the, you know, the Heat. You got him, and you got, you know, everybody else on that team, that they're successful together. And I'm like, yo, but no, don't don't ruin a good team. You know, all that's worked is worked for Chicago and Miami. You can bring in pieces that help the team, but they don't hinder it because they're a superstar. That's why Miami works. That's why Chicago works. Bringing Bill in there with who Bill is, who, he's a laid back dude, but he also is going to be conditioned to what he got in Washington and expecting it out of Miami. He's going to get checked real quick. If you think about it, Jimmy Butler until he got to Miami, like he was technically Bill. He's like, yo, like can't get right. Can't stay healthy. You know, when I get to a team, I have to run the shit. But then they'd be like, yo, like if you want to win, this is what we do. Only issue is there's no room for Bill to have that conversation. It's like, yo, like, I'm going to be a part of a team and win if it's not being a six man. So personal thoughts. Okay.
0: okay. Anything you want to add? No, go ahead. No. Okay. Uh, so that concludes our NBA talk for this week. Um, now, one some more on to March Madness and before we get into March Madness we do have another voicemail so let's play that first and then we'll get into the craziness that was March Madness this past weekend
1: but if there is any team that can change Bradley Bill, it would be the Miami Heat and Pat Riley and if he does go to the Heat Greg he will have to start you trade Duncan Robinson star Bradley Bill and keep bringing Tyler Hero off the bench. I hear you, but that takes Miami from being a 4-5 seed and making them an 8, in my personal opinion. Only only reason I say that, and I, I love Bill. I love Bill just like I love Walt. They need that ball. And I'm not hedging my bet on a player that can't stay healthy. Can't do it. Can't do it. Especially when you already got a team that Is healthy and winning while healthy be like, you know what? Let's go trade one of our Healthy pieces that also contribute to the team Trade them to Washington And then we get Beal Yeah, we might get him for like 35 games and then we're going to ice him Because guess what? Th- that injury that he had in Washington Oh, it's coming with him. That- that's not staying there <laughs> that- That's coming with him too
3: Okay Oh,
0: good, interesting thoughts. Interesting thoughts. All right, now moving on to March Madness. Uh, but first, before we get to March Madness, uh, the baseball season is heating up. I uh, just want to quickly go. I'm not going to talk about all the signings. We you know they Carlos Pereira signed with the Twins. Um, the Yankees back to being the Yankees again. Um, they got Trevor Story. Did they, did they get No, Trevor Story went to Boston. Um, but in local Nationals news, the Nationals are finally, the learners are finally doing something right. Um, we, know, well, we know early in, in late February that Brian Zimmerman, Mr. National Employee Number 11, uh, hung up his cleat for the final time. His number 11 is being reti- officially retired in June, um, June 17th and June 18th for the two-day celebration. In honor of Ryan Zimmerman, um, his, his jersey, his number of retirement will take place on the, on June 18th. Um, June 17th, um, they're having, a, they're having a, a celebration for him and doing a giveaway. And then his uh, jersey retirement is the 18th. So shout out to the learners for not being the Washington Commanders and fucking up uh, a jersey retirement like they did Sean Taylor getting it out of the way now. I wish it would have ha- I wish it would take place on opening day, but well, you know, it's baseball. Uh but shout out to the nationals for doing the face of the franchise right. Ryan Zimmerman and retirement is number eleven. We talk more baseball next week as we creep closer to opening day, which is on April the 7th. Uh and then yeah, we we'll go from there. Uh but now, watch madness. Jesus Christ! now we had this. We have a bracket challenge going on right now. Uh, I don't even want to look at it because it's a it's a shit show. It's an absolute shit show. I'm at forty eight percent. I picked forty eight percent of the teams correctly. Um, so far, it's a shit show. I don't even. Want, I, should, should we even look at the Should we even look at the stats? No. It is,
1: so,
0: wait, wait, it's <laughs> a bloodbath. It's a bloodbath right now. So we had so third, you know, this past Thursday was the first round, uh, first round, uh, we had several different, several upsets just Thursday. Now, when I do my brackets, my bracket doesn't usually detonate like Chernobyl until Friday. I usually go 12, I usually get 12, 13, maybe even 14 of my picks right for the Thursday part of the first round. <laughs> Yeah, that turned out. That turned out beautifully. Um, we had St. Peter's. What the fuck are they? St. Peter's Peacocks. They defeated a blue bud. They defeated a blue bud, the Kentucky Wildcats, in the first round, and it went, and it wasn't close. And it wasn't close. Actually, it was. It got close at the end, but it really wasn't close. We had several other upsets, but let's talk about the second round. Let's talk about the second round. Baylor lost the number one, a number one seed, lost to, North, to the University of North Carolina. We had um there were so many fuckers, upsets. I can't even remember them all. Little help me out. <laughs> Literally, uh, so many hold, yeah, hold on. St. Peter's Wisconsin. St. Peter's beat Murray State. Then we have a 15 seed in the Sweet 16. Wisconsin. Shout out to the Big Ten for sucking in the tournament again this year. Uh, Wisconsin went down. Um, Michigan State d- lost it at the end to keep Satan in for keep Satan's career alive for one for one more game, but at least one more game. Um, Gonzaga Miami, lost.
2: Yeah, Miami beat Auburn.
0: Miami beat Auburn, and not just beat them; they clobbered them. Climb then, thank God, because I did not want to see Charles Barkley shirtless. I
3: did
0: not want to see Charles Barkley shirt, shirtless. Uh, shirtless. And even Jim Lair the coach of Miami, said the same thing. Like, all right, we're gonna help you out, we're gonna help America out. We do not want to see Charles Barkley shirtless. Nope, thanks. Oh, oh uh, I, I almost man. forgot about
2: this one. Um,
0: Houston won. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Maybe they were under. You know what? I I I, I, I will I will admit. I say they were overseeded. Perhaps they were underseeded.
2: Yeah, they're a five seed. I mean, yeah, I don't think they could have gone higher than that.
0: But no, there were some that were saying they should have been as high as like this uh, Houston Arizona game. A lot of mm-hmm. people were saying that that, that should have been. That, honestly, that should have been. Instead of a Sweet 16 matchup, that should have been either a lead eight or a final four matchup.
1: Yeah. Well, all I know is Q has to honor a bet.
2: When we do our NFL picks later on in the year, um, Q cannot take Washington Commanders for the first six weeks of the season. That's fine. fine. No no matter how
0: good the matchup is. I, that's fine with me. I love it. As long as I don't, have, I as long as I don't have to buy, as long as I don't have to buy a Carson Heineke jersey. That's fair. I wouldn't make you do that's that. Fair. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't make you do that. I would. Well, <laughs> that, that was <laughs> <laughs> he said. I would. <laughs> and well, let's I've be honest, saying, you,
2: there is would, you would you? Would there is you really pick Washington that, in any of the six games?
1: I have to know the schedule. I see this when the schedule he absolutely would because they're going to probably end up playing Philly or Dallas in one of the first six weeks. Yeah, and he won't. You know? And he won't. Yeah, they won't. He, he, I know he'll Philly or Dallas. But yeah, I, just, you. I,
0: just won't,
1: I just won't pick. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, you have to pick a team now. And here's the thing. You have to pick their opposing team because since you can't pick them, you have to pick whoever they're playing against. And I'm really hoping it's a rivalry game. Oh, Yes. Can you imagine if Q has to pick the fucking Giants over Washington? Oh, yes. Yes. I, uh, man, right now, win. I will. Three? I will.
2: <laughs> Three of his six picks are going to be ties. Oh, yep. man. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, oh, nope, they're going to tie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So it will with a confidence level of 15. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <Jesus. laughs> he said a confidence
2: level of 15. Oh shit. Great.
0: At least I don't have to buy a Carson Heineken jersey. I, I'm so glad I don't have to buy a Carson Heineken jersey.
1: Yeah, I'm happy. I, I, yeah,
0: too. I, a jersey I will buy, and I'm going to get as soon as the black ones become available. My boy Terry McLean. Ashley. I'm about to, I, I'm about to, uh, so there is a, there is a store and it's not the one that we, that we usually use great, right? but there mm-hmm. is a store, uh, Jersey flock about to do a challenge to get it, to get it, to get a jersey. Mm-hmm. a McLaurin jersey. I to, okay. You know, like, like usually it's a retweet challenge and right? like some of the challenges are you got to get 500 retweets and then you get the jersey mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I just might I just might DM them, DM them and say, Hey, I wanna t I want to Terry McClellan jersey. I mean between Zayat. Um, but yeah, so you know what, I I'm done with predictions on the NCAA tournament. We'll talk about the mm-hmm. final four next week, after this weekend, after this sixteen Elite Eight, because yeah, um As I said before, maybe bracketology should not be a full-time career. Because after this, after this March Madness, and this is not just for the men, the women's bracket, I did even worse. Like I, I had Baylor in the final four. They lost. They lost bad yesterday. The only team I may have to just go back to my default and just root for Maryland because they're in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, and yeah. in, uh, South Carolina, yeah, I sure, you know, Jerome was right. They, there is no stopping them. They have, they, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Howard scored 22 points the entire game. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That it, was bad. Was, yeah. So, um, with that being said, um, Okay, whoever's throwing tomatoes, fuck
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, make him throw more. They're
0: going to uh, throw more. <laughs> hey, that's fine. You can throw tomatoes while you're fucking yourself. Um, anyway, so I'm going to get to this last section of this last, well, our uh, last segment of the show. Um, and that is our wrestling segment, which usually comes beginning, in the beginning of the show, but I wanted to leave this towards the end, because this is a... Um, even though I'm not a wrestling fan, I just know the impact that Scott Hall had on the, on the sport of wrestling, and on the WWE, on WCW, um, and NWO, and all those other things that I know nothing about. Um, so, great influence is
1: I'm, I'm sorry, I was crying out my tears looking at my bracket. Can you repeat what you said,
0: please? I said, um, this segment of the show is uh, the wrestling segment, which is dedicated to the memory of Scott Hall and the impact that he had on all levels of wrestling, especially in the WWE, the WCW, NWO, the and anything else that I can't name because I don't know what the hell I'm
1: talking about. It's all yours. <clears throat> Yeah, well, you know, I'm going to personally forego this until Pam comes back because, at least for me, I have a very, like, fond, like, relationship with Scott Hall from one interaction with this guy. Um, It was WrestleMania, and I I really don't want to talk about it because we talked about it in, like, the chat and everything like that, but it just hurts knowing that that man, like, passed away. Um, there are a lot of my favorite people who are getting up there in age, and either they're gone now, or like they're not, you know, really healthy at the moment, or they have passed in recent years. And it's like, yo, like my my favorite people like are gone, and like Scott Hall, kind of that put me over the edge because I'm like, yo, we're getting to the point where like the ones who were considered young are passing away, and the way he passed with like you know the several heart attacks and stuff like that, it's like, bro, like. It made me like, you know what, got to change the eating habits, got to live right, eat right, and stuff like that. And mind you, for him, a lot of the troubles that he had in his past and stuff like that, with drugs and addiction and stuff like that, it's like, oh, to go out like that, you had a heart attack and then like you end up being in a coma and then like passing from you know being on life support and stuff like that's a really hard like pill to swallow, man. So I, I don't know. I'm just you know, I miss him. And you know, my condolences to, you know, his family and everything, and even like, you know, like Triple H and Kevin, like the guys, and the bros and stuff like that. But it it's really <laughs> fucked up knowing like we've gotten to that point where it's like people who aren't young, at least in our minds, are like going like that. Like I'm expecting like athletes or former wrestlers to make it to like 65, 70. Like now Vince has to put these people in the hall of fame. When you're like forty five, because you don't know what's happening at fifty, you don't know what's happening at fifty five because they might not be here. So when you look at like the WWE lineup, you're like, yo, like the the superstars right now, are like fucking thirty six, thirty eight, forty, and you're like, oh, yo, like they're I want to say next to my chopping block. Was like, oh, like they're the next ones to be the old guys, and then there are no new guys because they're not being promoted. So as a wrestling fan, it's like, oh, like at least with Scott Hall, it hurts because like, oh, like. He was the guy he he was the one like it was like him Shawn Michaels I gave like, one of the greatest matches of all time and like Shawn is I want to say I want to say Shawn is like a couple years older than him and he's still alive and he had to change up his eating habits his workout habits and stuff like that in order to be a healthier person in order to live and stuff like that and Scott was trying to do that and just kind of like took him away man it's just really fucked up to, you know, hear and think about, man. But my condolences to him and his family. I just hope that, you know, when Pam comes on, I'm sure she's going to have a lot more to say. I know Ashley and I, we have a personal relationship. You know, that that one interaction we had with him was so funny because we went into the store and we were at WrestleMania 30 and went to this event and we went to Walgreens to get a... I want to say it was Walgreens. We walked in there and got a whole bunch of, like, stuff to take back to, like, the Airbnb. So we go get a whole bunch of food and drinks and like soda chips and a whole bunch of shit. We get all this stuff. And as we're walking out, like, you know, casually, she goes, it's like, Oh, like Frank, look, like, look who it is. And it's, it's Scott Hall. Like this man's like bigger than life. It's like seeing fucking like Jay-Z just going into a fucking Walgreens to pick up a Pepsi and shit. You're like, what the fuck? Like, Yo, Jay-Z just casual as fuck just walking in here like he's a nobody. Right. So, Scott Hall, we're looking at him, and like you never really get like starstruck about people like wrestlers because you're like, oh, they're just regular people. But then when you think about like, yo, you were raised to like that guy, like or to hate him because he was the bad guy, right? So you see him in the store; he's a little bit older, but he's still that same guy. Like he's still Razor Ramon to everybody, regardless with the the beer gut, the dad bod, and shit like that. Like he's still fucking Razor Ramon, right? So we walk up, and you know, we say we exchange a couple words and stuff like that. I tell the cashier, like, yo, can you take a photo for me?" She takes the photo. I was like, I'm gonna take a photo for you, and not even thinking about it. Like, we're like, yo, like we took a photo with Sky Hall, and we talked about it the entire route home. So I'm sorry to the Airbnb. So we're talking about it the entire way. Like, yo, he's so cool. Like, he, he's not like the other ones who look like jerks and don't want to take photos and don't want to be bothered. He wants to like let you know that he appreciates you and stuff like that, just as much you appreciate him. So then you know, fast forward to Monday night when we went to that Raw. um, And this is back when we went to New Orleans and we see Ultimate Warrior and he makes this really like powerful speech, makes this powerful speech. And then he passes away the next day. And we're at the airport. I'm like, yo, like he, he really is gone. Like Ultimate Warrior is gone. And it's like, there's nothing we can do. We We saw him in that last moment. So I'm not speaking for cashly, but I know how it felt when I had to go back and look for that photo of Scott Hall and me. I'm like, yo, like we don't really appreciate people so they're no longer on this earth. Like nobody really gets those flowers. You know what I mean? So we're going and I'm looking at this photo and that photo, I could, I don't know if it's like an out-of-body experience or what, but it felt like, yo, I remember what I was wearing, even though you can only see like my shirt or whatever in that. Thing. I was like, I remember everything that was said that entire moment. It took me back there and it's like, yo, like, We'll never get that again. So when I talk like shit about wrestling and stuff like that, it's because like it's moments like that as a wrestling fan that make you like, Oh, yo, like you may never get an opportunity with that person again. You may not realize like, Oh, that person that you consider your favorite and stuff like that. Like, Oh, like they might not be here. Like one day Vince won't be here. And I'm going to like, damn, I talk so much shit about Vince. A lot of the stuff I do me at the moment, but if he was to ever go, I'm like, yo, like, damn, like he's gone. You know what I mean? So, when it came to scott hall that's for me it's like bro like I, I was i met this guy like i'm fond of this guy and he was the nicest person in the world but he's still a man at the end of the day and i would hope a lot of wrestling fans appreciate that because it could happen to your favorite person and it doesn't even have to be like a wrestler we talk sports all the time i've talked shit about kyrie but if something would have happened to kyrie I'd be like damn like that's just really fucked up man the same thing, like you know LeBron. What? A lot of people don't appreciate him. We talk shit about LeBron. We talk shit about everybody, but it's like, yo, like appreciate them while they're here because when they're gone, we're gonna be sitting here with our asses in our hands, similar to Kobe. Like a lot of that stuff. Like, yo, like just appreciate them, man. Right? So that's just my personal. Yeah, cause, you man. know, you know, I
0: was I, I was going to bring up I was going to bring up uh, just about to bring up Kobe before you before you said that. Like, I did not like Kobe. <laughs> he was in the league. He did not like him, but. Um, like when when he had when he died two years ago, that I was literally like I I remember exactly what I was doing. I was laying down. I was laying down. I think the All Star Game or something was about to go on because I remember it was a Sunday, February Day, and you had texted me and was like, Nah, this can't be true. Nah, not Kobe. What? And then and then the story started coming in. This was actually before the world started shutting down and everything, before the ABA shut down. Um, and I just was like, nah, Kobe? Nah, he's only 41 years old. What the hell you mean he's gone? So I definitely I, I definitely feel that, you know, you know, I'm with 100 percent and saying that, you know, we gotta give the people that we... who admire and, and, and respect. You know, we got to give them the flowers out and still get the smile yeah. because um, you, you never know. You know, we are not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Hell, hell, we're not even guaranteed today. So <laughs> You know? Um, That's a fact. So, let me go yep. we get to some of the do to
3: get to these voicemails. Uh,
0: Cash, you leave us in first. Here we go. So, uh,
3: <laughs> this is a uh you know, a huge lesson for all of us. Life is really short. Enjoy while you can. Meet your favorites while you can because you just never know. And if you got to meet them more than once, meet them more than once. You know, just meet them while they're here.
0: Absolutely. That's very, very true. Let's get to this next
2: comment. Here we go. Fortunately, it does seem like most of the wrestlers nowadays, the superstars nowadays, seem to take a lot better care of themselves, and hopefully we see a new, you know, a different trend in the upcoming future, because it is tough to watch these uh, heroes of my childhood just die, but they were also on uh, steroids and lots of other drugs, so it kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's it's weird because like he said, like the generation that we are from, it's like that was what they did because that's what they knew. And you know, life advances, things change, and you have to adapt with that stuff. It's still hard though because it's like yo, like when you see somebody making a conscious decision to like better their lives and exercise and get themselves together and stuff like that, and then they just go. You're like, what the fuck, like yo. And the way that Scott Hall like passed away, it's like yo, like. That like is on the that's like probably the last thing I would have ever expected. And the reason why is he had done so much that you're like, you know what? Like, and people have said it, They're like, oh, he could have died from this. Like there were things a few years ago, like right around WrestleMania 30, like, oh, we don't know if Sky gonna make it because you know, he's gone to the hospital for drugs again, he relapsed or something like that. And it's like bro like you think of all that stuff and it's like, yo, like a uh, heart attack like took him out. And not even just that, like it put him in a coma. Like stuff like that is really just disheartening, man. So, yeah, just just take care of yourselves, man. Like, talking about this now, I'm looking at myself drinking water and stuff. Like, I was drinking like a, a juice or something like that. I was like, you know what? No, I'll, I'll switch to water. It's little things like that. It's like, you know, losing somebody that even though they aren't a family member or a friend or something like that, they can impact your life and you never even know it. And,. Like having people around, even if you just came across them one time, like I, you know, Ashley and I did with uh Scott Hall. It's like, bro, like imagine if we never had that interaction with him. So then it makes the photo look different. I know we have like family and friends, you're like, yo, we miss and we wish we could we wish we could be around him and all we got his photos. But we got those memories. But it's like, oh like, why? Like why them at that moment? I'm always asking myself that. I know it's probably like a really heavy way to end the show, but it's like, oh I'm like, where do we go? Like, why do we? Like, why do we have to go? Why can't we be here forever? And usually, some people ask that about like a family member, like, yo, why could? Why them? Why not somebody else? And it's like, I mean, it could have been anybody. It's just your time to go when it's t- your time to go. But it's like, but why does it have to be like that? So, you know, with you know him, I was like, yo, like, but why, like. I guess this is one of those questions I'll never get the answer to until I, I meet my maker that day. But it's like, like he was genuinely a good guy. And he didn't say a fucking word, like, to us, like, to make us think any differently. He was just a nice person. And he didn't have to be. So, yeah, you know, my condolences to his family, man. Rest in peace Scott Hall. We have uh, one more, one more question. Everyone
3: understands, like, um what Scott Hall really contributed to the wrestling business. Um, Not just, you know, in the WWE, but just in the business overall. What him and Kevin Nash did as the Outsiders literally changed the business. Guaranteed contracts, more money, all of that. So hopefully everyone remembers the contributions. You know, what he did for the Intercontinental title is legendary. His matches were legendary. Agree. Agree. And Agree. You know, I
0: don't know much, I don't know much about, uh, you know, wrestling and everything, but I did go back uh, and I watched that, that, um, that ladder match, at, you know, for the intercontinental society and I was like, wow. <laughs> I, I, you know, for someone that doesn't really know it, you know, I've only watched it I watch watching passing. You know, I'm not an avid fan or anything else, else of that sort, but it just soon you know, as
2: like, okay, I, I see the impact that he made. Did um, no, y'all hear me? <clears throat> yep. You can hear you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I I just like wanted to add something to this too because, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit older than than you guys, uh, so you know my generation of wrestling even probably goes back further like than that. Like I'm talking like, you know, 80s, 90s when, you know, Hogan just came out and everything. But the thing with Scott Hall is like when he first came into wrestling, I was watching wrestling all the time. You know, I was watching WCW, watching Raw, uh, you know, Saturday Night's Main Event, all that, you know, all that good shit. But a lot of people look at the wrestlers, especially the heels as you know a, a lot of people look at that as oh well you know they're you know they're assholes they must act like this all the time but i remember and i actually just saw this clip the other day of um scott hall was on a jerry springer episode and mm-hmm. um he was there because there was two little kids and they they both i i i, I want to say one might have had hiv or maybe they both did but i mean the kids were no older i think the little boy was 11 and the little girl was nine and the little boy just kept he just said that his his idol he wanted to meet was scott hall and so jerry surprised them scott hall came out and i mean just i you know a genuine human being just really really cool down to earth you know, and, and he had the actual intercontinental title with him and he gave it to the little boy and like it had him keep it flew him out to WrestleMania and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of people don't know about that. <clears throat> and like I said, they look at him as, you know, as just bad people just because they act that way on TV. So, um, you know, I, I just, you know, it. it Like like Greg said, it hurts. You know, it it hurts. You you, you'll never see the guy again, and um, you know, I used to imitate him all the time. You know, hey chico, and you know everything (laughs) like that. So yeah, it 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 sucks, man. It really
0: sucks. Yeah, Yeah, I
3: hear
0: that. I hear that. Um, well, sorry being at the end of the show um, on this note, but I definitely. Uh, definitely you know, wanted you all to share your thoughts and I know that next week uh, Pam will probably have a lot more to say she um, will probably have a lot more to say so um, with that being said uh, let's end on a lighter note and who gets awards this week
1: Whew, um, awards yeah. for the week yeah um, You want to know what's funny? I'm going to give I'm going to give every team that I picked in the Final Four that is already out of it every (laughs) award. Every award I can possibly give. They won't won't win anything, so I think they should just understand that it's fuck you for fucking up my bracket. So the Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here award goes to all the the seeds that aren't top seeds that are beaten top seeds, uh UNC Duke, um ass teams like that that I hate, that for some unknown reason they keep getting in. Um, a, a team that was like ranked for no reason that they keep kissing ass to. They are getting the uh the the Bill O'Brien, you know you done fucked up right award. I'm giving that to the Michigan Wolverines. Because th- there's something about that team I just don't like. And I'm trying to figure out what it is. It might be Jawan Howard. He's the most overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, but mostly overrated fucking player I've ever met in my life. And, um, and I, just, I just hate, I hate Michigan. I don't know, like, I don't hate them as much as Duke. It's definitely fuck Duke for an eternity. When I think about Michigan, I don't think about like, what's the Fab Five and all that. I just think like, yo like, there's some, they just look pretentious as shit. Like, that big-ass M that's in, like, that that weird font and shit, it looks like it came from, like, Microsoft uh, uh, Word or some shit like that. Why? Why? So, so fuck them. and um, one bracket, like, I had Tennessee, and the only reason I picked Tennessee is because it's a big-ass T, and I was like, cool, T, orange, something about it called to me, and these motherfuckers lose. So Tennessee's also getting the Bill O'Brien, you know, you're fucked-up right award. Um. <laughs> Who else is getting the, the only team that honestly I picked? And I know the fact that I'm about to bring their name up. Either they're going to get to the final four or they're going to lose. It's only, it's one of two, and it's fucking Texas Tech. I don't know. Well, I picked Texas Tech to win in one of my brackets, and I know they're going to lose. My other bracket I have Gonzaga, and the third bracket I have is um, who's the bum ass team that lost Auburn? Right. This is Cam Newton's fault. So Cam Newton's getting the Adam <laughs> why are you still here Award. Too. So he's also getting the Why are you still here award? Because why the fuck? Do you, why Cam Newton? It's your fault. Um, do I have any other awards for someone? Um, I, I do want to. I want to reward. I'll give an award rather to to Russia because um, they they still have not let our girl Brittany come home. So they're also getting a new award. They're getting the Rosa Parks. We ain't gonna keep sitting here waiting award because while we eat, we're not going to the back of the we ain't waiting and i ain't moving bring Brittany back bro I, I just i don't get it they were talking about she disappeared last week what the fuck is go, what's going on over there stop ladies and gentlemen stop going over there and i'm only saying this shit not to be disrespectful to russia right now is not the time to go on a trip on a trip out there so please uh bring Brittany home this that um i want to give my Sincerest apologies to Kyrie. Like I said earlier in the show, he's actually been playing really good. So I want to say, you know what? You're, you're doing your thing. Um, you're absolutely a head case and something is really wrong with you. But guess what? You you are doing a good thing in the league. Um, I want to give another award. Uh, what, what other award? I'm going to give the, the Q award to Q for actually not losing a bet to me finally. Because it's so close. <laughs> And um, he was so bold last week. He was bold as shit. Oh, yeah. Houston's going to go and get to the fucking final four and win it because I predicted it. Man. You know, my bracket's the king. Ha, motherfucker. Ha. Ha. Uh-huh. Your, your, your bracket looks like mine. It looks like two-ply toilet paper because all we can do is wipe our ass and flush with that fucking bracket. <laughs> um that, Jesus is bad. Um also 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 and my final award that I don't know who like I don't know what title I want to give this award to and we we lightly touched on this but I really want to bring this back up. Um and feel free to like give an award to this if you want to. Um here, like for the sport of tennis I I like to think tennis and golf those one sports that you Overpay for your ticket to shut the fuck up and enjoy the sport. It's not like basketball and football where you cheer. You shut up, you watch the ball, go back and forth, you enjoy that shit, and then when it's time for you to leave, you leave. So when I see motherfuckers heckling tennis players, yo, who the fuck told you to be here? Like, go home. It's it's rich. I was watching a video today where like Ben Stiller and his wife were sitting next to some dickhead and he was like heckling a male tennis player. Then last week, uh, they're talking shit, making uh, Naomi Osaka cry and shit because you know they're saying that she sucks. Well, you get out here and fucking hit a ball at sixty miles per hour on a court that is like fucking blue and white, following a green ball flying at your head at like fucking car speeds and shit. You you do this, you dick face. Like, what are we? What are we doing? I, I don't get it, man. Like, and I know we talked about like the hecklers with like uh, Westbrook and stuff, but there's nothing more that I hate than a person who heckles somebody and can't do nearly a fifth of what the fuck they do. When I give Kyrie Irving like shit, yes, I can hoop, I play ball. What I don't do is say that I'm fucking Kyrie Irving. I shit on Kyrie Irving for thinking that the earth is flat and shit like that. I never talk about him being a shit player. That's what I won't do. Except for on Uncle Drew, because that movie was asked to. That's a story for another day. When it comes to... (laughs) Yeah. When it comes yeah. to like yeah. hecklers, I, I've always found it to be like egregious when I see athletes get heckled for honestly doing something that they love. And it's people who, you know, for a fact, they couldn't put their strap on in order to do that stuff. So I want to publicly apologize to Naomi Osaka. And I can't remember the male uh, tennis athlete's name, but it was really fucked up to see that grown woman cry because some heckler decided that they wanted to crack a joke at a tennis event where historically nobody fucking talks. The, the one sport where I think a lot of people have enough decency to be like, you know what? This isn't really the sport that we talk at. You, you clap at the end of sets and shit when the game is over, everybody round of applause, stand an ovation, and you go to fuck home. Why are you heckling somebody? I, I want to say tennis, golf, volleyball, um, and hockey are like the, the few sports, it's like, yo, you know for a fact you can't do what the fuck they do. So ju- just stop while you're ahead. I know for a fact I can't even fucking ice skate for real. So I'm not going to go to a fucking uh, Washington Capitals game and heckle fucking Ovi for literally being on fucking two skates going 40 miles an hour chasing a black puck. I think that fuck a black puck on white ice that's racist as fuck anyway. But still, like I, just, I know I can't, I, I, I can't do that. But yeah, like those are just uh, my, my bundle of awards for the week. Um, yeah, what about you
2: guys? I got okay. it. I, I I I mean if if I absolutely had to give one this week, it's going to Aaron Rodgers. Just just oh yeah, just just for knowing. That your boy was leaving and they were trading him, but yet you still just stayed there to get the money and knowing there for the next three years you're gonna go out there and play like shit because you don't give a shit. So yeah, Aaron Rodgers gets my uh why are you uh Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here awarded of the week. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh I, I have a, I have a, I have a couple. I have a couple. So the <laughs> my uh Adam Gates, why are you still here award one the first one goes to Aaron Rodgers because you're a fucking dickhead um and two um my Adam Gates the other Adam Gates Why I used to hear will goes to Satan I mean uh coach coach L I mean coach K why the fuck are you still there why is your career over yet mm. so um in that being said, I'm going to give a sister award, the, I'm going to give a sister Bill O'Brien, why, uh, you, know, you know, fucked up right award, to Michigan State. Y'all fuckers could have ended his career uh, uh, that, that, shit, you get what I'm trying to say y'all should have ended mm-hmm. his career yesterday um, <laughs> yeah. fuck um, uh, some more Bill O'Brien you know, you know, fucked up right awards um, shit Baylor, why the fuck did he put Cuban um, Davis and, and USC out of their misery, you goddamn cunt? Um, and then, damn. Yeah, and then, my last bill my last of you know, you don't fuck that right away, goes to the uh, dictatorship of Russia because free Britain. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they know how to reach us on social media, we say it every week. Um, I will say this you can find us on uh, instagram at young black pride you can find us on Twitter Robbie Bobbit um, you can also find me um, telling tellingir Putin to go fuck himself mm-hmm. with that being said you have mis- you just finished listening to another episode episode 507 <laughs> this a long damn time of the young black and bother sports desk. Have a great week, everybody. Uh, 216 and the final four, I mean, the Elite Eight of this, uh, this weekend. Please enjoy the games and the, and the, uh, the more upsets that are sure to come. Since, uh, that's the name of the game right now. Uh, and we will see you next week. Adios, Seven.
2: Y'all have a good week.
4: Hey, do you have the Wi Fi password?